0: Hello, and welcome to Season 2 of our Around the World with Now at Work podcast series. This series is designed to share insights and program details about the Now at Work digital experience taking place this October. I'm Janet Kluchinski, Now at Work communications lead and your host for this series. But not today. I've invited a guest host to step in to change things up a bit and rev up the fun factor. Piero DiPioli, Senior Director of Product Marketing at ServiceNow is here. Welcome, Piero. The program is all yours. Take it away.
1: Thanks so much, Janet. It's great to be here. Today, we're going to have what will hopefully be a fun and informative conversation with Dave Wright, ServiceNow Chief Innovation Officer, and Robert Teed, VP of Corporate Services at ServiceNow. Dave and Robert are the two stars in our upcoming Now at Work 2020 keynote. And so, I want to start with something that most of our listeners are going to be really familiar with, and that's uh, sheltering in place. <laughs> so, um, you know, we've been sheltering in place for gosh, a little over six months now. And uh, Robert, we'll start with you. Have you have you developed any interesting
2: pastimes or rediscovered anything new? I have, um, and thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here with you. Uh, you know, I play I play a little bit of guitar, and so uh, you know, sheltering in place has allowed me to sort of revisit that part of my life it's been a lot of fun Uh, i'd say i've also really fallen in love with podcasts which is you know not to suck up here but i've really fallen in love with a whole series of podcasts and then of course like many people i've been binging a bit of netflix
3: (laughs) dave how about you so i've had a bit of a bit of a weird one i suppose um so so a long time ago i used to i used to be into martial arts and i used to teach martial arts and um, what I got into, I, I realized I was on Zoom calls, but I had nothing to do with my hands sometimes. So I got into balasong technique, which some people might just know as butterfly knives. So, so quite often you'll see me on a Zoom call and although you can't see my hand, it's not in shot. So I've actually ended up using butterfly knives as fidget spinners. So I never thought I'd get there, but it's a, a weird side effect of constantly being in front of a Zoom screen for eight hours a day.
1: I'm going to be totally looking for that now on the next the next calls we have, Dave, That's, that's awesome. And uh, gosh, i I've been getting into podcasts a lot more as well. But maybe the the thing I've also learned I'm just glad this isn't on video because the one thing I've rediscovered is how bad my hair looks when I don't cut it for six months, and it's it, it is pretty bad. But um, let's let's get down to business. And uh, Dave, I want to start with you, and I want to talk a little bit about the now platform Paris release, and you know, it delivers. You know, a number of new enhancements, new solutions,
3: new product. You know, what, what excites you the most about it? So I think if I think about the, the kind of COVID economy that we're, we're living in now, every organization that you go to is looking for growth, continuity, and employee productivity. So, so that's what everyone's trying to look to get over. And I think it's the fact that we've been able to deliver the innovations that we wanted to get out there at exactly the right time. So you look at some of the things in the Parish release, the concept of being able to do business continuity management. Now, the fact people are starting to look at how they how they manage scenarios like this in the future is kind of, it, it's unearthed this big glaring hole where people weren't necessarily doing business impact analysis and they weren't doing business continuity planning. So the capability to be able to, to help people get back to work and cope where they are now, which is you know some of the stuff Rob has been very focused on, is tied into the fact that you're going to be able to plan to avoid anything like this when it ever happens again in the future, to be able to to manage the crisis at a, a level that makes your businesses as functional as possible. And then we've started to, to look at what we can do around freeing up people's time or optimizing resources to be able to to allow people to get more time to do stuff because you know you, you don't want to rush to get people back to do exactly the same things they were doing before. This is the the ideal opportunity to to look to automate, to look to use things like machine intelligence to, to work at a better level, to be able to, to reevaluate what you need from a hardware perspective so you see solutions like hardware asset management come out there. But for me, I think it's the fact that the whole release itself is all focused on how organizations become more agile and how organizations be get, more, get to be more resilient. And I don't think there's ever really been a better time to have those two targets in mind. Yeah, and gosh, you started with things like business continuity. And I think a lot of
1: organizations had business continuity plans, but they were always in the... It's something that would happen in maybe one location and you'd have another location be able to cover for that other one, not thinking about something worldwide. And this whole idea of... Business agility and resilience is, um, is is gosh even it's even more important now. But um, how do you see did, uh, the you know, the new features in Paris really helping to address current customer business
3: priorities around agility and resilience? So I think you you know when you look at some of the the features that we've put out there, one of the one of the big challenges we get is well how how are we going to start to optimize what we do in the way that we work? So so I think concepts like process optimization being introduced to allow us to to look at how we do work and then be able to say, well, well perhaps there is a better way of doing this, or perhaps there's something that we could we could actually automate and we could we could start to do things in a different way than we did before. I think you've got you've got that element on one side. You've got the the concept of looking at what you do from a, a machine learning perspective. So is there any way that we could we could simplify what we do from a, a machine learning perspective. And I think that's when that's when you start to look at, well, what tools could we bring out that kind of take that whole concept of I don't want to have to have a, a maths PhD in order to be able to do something. I I want to just be able to to get in there and, and allow regular people to go in there and start to code things like machine learning. So the concept of things like the predictive intelligence workbench to allow people to get out there, not just to not just to be able to define the models around it, but be able to look at how you can get people back to work, so they're not wasting all the time doing all these mundane tasks. But how can we actually automate some of those things and make it a little bit more streamlined? Yeah, the 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 idea of going back to work is
1: a great way to segue to a, a, one of the things I wanted to make sure we talked to Robert about. Is that Robert during the the, the upcoming keynote? you're going to be addressing ServiceNow's approach to returning to the workplace. And I'm not sure you could have had a more interesting six months, but uh, maybe you can share a few tidbits about what you're going to be discussing in the upcoming keynote.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to be part of it. And, you know, really what I'll be talking about um, are the complexities that are involved with returning employees to the workplace. And, and if you think about, you know, around the world, there's hundreds of millions of people that have to be returned to workplaces safely. And we all have to do that in a way that has a lot of, you know, caring, compassion and empathy in it. Certainly that's our focus at ServiceNow. And really looking at our workflows, our digital workflows as a way to help deliver some of that empathy and compassion. That's really how I'm going to be talking about it. Uh, and, and while this is our story, you know, it's a story of many, many enterprises around the world. So there's nothing about our story is going to be uh, completely unique. Um, and we're also going to talk a lot about The tools that we're using, you know, our safe workplace apps and really how the platform and those safe workplace apps have really enabled our ability to start to bring people back to work safely with confidence in in that empathy and compassion that I mentioned. And then I am going to share a little bit about some forward looking future of work uh, ways that I think our our platform will help. Um, And I'm certainly very excited by everything Dave just mentioned on uh, in the Paris release and and. uh, especially when we think about resiliency uh, in the future, that's different than business continuity. You know, resiliency is really that keyword we should be focusing on.
1: Yeah. And gosh, I can talk to both of you about this for a long time, but I also don't want to give away everything that we've got coming up in the keynote. And so I think a lot of the the outcomes that you'll be addressing in the keynote are going to be really relevant to any organization, no matter where they are in their digital transformation journey because the one thing that this pandemic has really shown is that um you you, you really need to be both agile and have resilience so i hope many of you listening are going to be able to join us on october 6th, or that would be october 15th for those in australia and new zealand you know while we just focused on the keynote during this quick discussion during that work there's going to be a ton of really great detailed content available There's over 20 different deep dives into the new features and the new products that are delivered in Paris, and some great sessions on the return to workplace topic that uh, Robert just started to touch on, and plus a whole bunch of customer-led sessions as well. So, uh, Dave, Robert, thanks so much for your time today. I really appreciate it, and good luck with
0: the keynote. Thanks for inviting me.
2: Thanks for having us.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. Janet, back over to you.
0: So, listeners, this brings today's episode to a close. I hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't registered for your Now at Work 2020 event yet, head to the link in the description of this episode and RSVP now. We'd love to have you with us. Also, be sure to join the Now at Work conversation by following us on Twitter at Know365, that's K-N-O-W-365, and using hashtag Now at Work 20. That's all for now. Thanks for listening.